0: good morning good afternoon welcome back to the workmanship project podcast it is your boy madison we're out here at home like home home with the whole family because it's thanksgiving week which is lit i'm trying to eat some food trying to hang out with the family trying to relax and not do school it's fantastic i am loving it i'm loving being home uh and speaking of home we got special guests here my sister Ama for short Amarish her full name sometimes she gets offended when i introduce her to people as Ama and not Amarish but most people can't say her name cuz it's like Amarish
1: yeah but i'm so. like you know Amarish like you got to like go with my full name and then go with a short name because it's my name, you
0: know? Well, I said both. So now people know Ama or Amarish, whatever people can say. Some people have called you Amaraj before. I've
1: gotten a lot of different things.
0: Amalish. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. That's uh, funny. Um, but yeah, so we brought Amma actually came to me uh, with this topic that she has today with some really good stuff that the Lord's really spoken to her about. Um, And of course, I wanted to have her on the podcast, but she brought this. So I'm actually going to let her lead a bit more today, which is awesome and great. I'm so excited to let you lead today and just bring what the Lord has spoken to you. So why don't you take us off? But before you take us off, where are you from and where do you go to school? Because she's a student.
1: Okay, so, okay, well, I, I go to Auburn University and I'm studying global studies with the hope that after college, I'll be an international missionary journalist. Um, So I want to do missions, but yeah.
0: To where, like? China? Anywhere,
1: absolutely anywhere, wherever God calls me, send yeah.
0: me. So Africa, Brazil, Antarctica. I mean, sure. Lit. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we love that. Uh, Ama is a fantastic writer. She's helped me with so many papers and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> letters and things that I have to do. I'm not a big English guy, so like English meaning like. I speak english but uh-huh. <laughs> but you know <laughs> writing it's just not my much longer, so ama's helped me a lot so big shout out to ama for helping me pass school why thank you um and shout out to my fiance because she does the same thing um, <laughs> 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 we out here you know it's about, um but anyways why don't you take us off just bring to the table what you have that the lord spoken to you
1: all right so this was actually brought to the table at my small group a couple weeks ago by my small group leader crosby so shout out crosby thank you because this really just hit a spot with me and i felt like a lot of other people could likewise relate to this at some point in their life. So we're gonna be in Exodus chapter four and we're gonna go through verses one through 17. So, verse one, then Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice, for they will say, The Lord did not appear to you. What did Moses just do, Madison?
0: Bro's I was like worried that people aren't gonna believe him, that the, what the Lord's telling him to do. He's like, Nah, He's making excuses.
1: He's doubting.
2: He's
0: doubting doubting, doubting. right now.
1: And so God's response to that. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses ran from it. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But the Lord said to Moses, Put out your hand and catch it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it, and it became a staff in his hand that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Again, so that means this is take two. This is the second power and sign that the Lord is showing him. Again, the Lord said to him, put your hand inside your cloak. And he put his hand inside his cloak. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous like snow. Then God said, put your hand back inside your cloak. moses is telling god hey i'm gonna doubt you i'm gonna tell you that i can't do this that they're not gonna believe me and god is like okay then then watch this let me show you that maybe you alone you without me can't do it but you with me can
0: so god's showing like examples like literally giving him examples of of yeah you might not be able to but hey look what i'm gonna show you like i can Mm -hmm. do like bro literally stuck his hand in his pocket or his cloak puts it out oh my goodness there's leprosy on it like like <laughs> what you imagine that just stick in your hand and it's just leprosy like I'd be, like, oh, I'd I'd be scared <laughs> I'd be freaking out and then God says put it back in there in the same place where it became leprosy mm-hmm. pulls it back out his hands normal again yeah like God's showing that like his power to him yeah like and he and he gives multiple examples like he, sh- he didn't just say here's one no he gave him what three two three three, three
1: he shows him two tells him that there's three yep he says, okay, if this doesn't work, then guess what? You still have one more option, one more thing. Yep. And he's like, man, you may not think that you can do it, but with my power, you can. Because, y'all, this is not Moses' power. This is God's power in Moses.
0: Yeah. And I like how it said, like, basically, kind of basing it off what you just said, like in verse eight, if they don't believe you, God said, or listen to the first, they may believe the second. Like, in, in saying, like, don't stop, mm-hmm. like, continue. Yeah. Like, if you know, like, this is, like, which God literally told him to his face, this is what I have for you. Yeah. But, like, it's, let's turn it towards us now and and, and uh, make it connected to us. I don't know the word, how to say it, but, but the amount of times that God has set a purpose for us, has set something in front of us, mm-hmm. and God has given examples and has shown, like, hey, like, look what I've already done for you, mm-hmm. and look what is to come, as well as, like, You 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 take these steps and maybe this step didn't work as well or this step is didn't work. Take the next one. Yeah. Take the next one. Mm -hmm. It's just and that's the thing. It's a step. Continue. Don't stop.
1: Yeah. Because let's be real. There are gonna be reasons why we don't think that we should trust. Right. But God is telling us, hey, trust me. Mm -hmm. He's showing Moses. And Moses is like, No. But he's like, trust me, because you know what? He's even warning Moses that they may not believe him the first time. Yeah but don't we we can't let the world beat us down to a point where we stop mm-hmm. where we stop pursuing our purpose where we stop pursuing our calling because time and time again god has shown us that maybe it won't work the first time but if we continue to trust and we continue to pursue his power and his plan we will be delivered to it
0: and i think so many of us we we try once and we give up yeah like like i'm thinking about the moments in my life where it's been like, all right, God, it's my turn. I'm going to turn to you. I'm going to step towards you. And Mm -hmm. I take a step and it's like, nothing happened. Nothing really changed. All right. It's not meant to happen. I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to do it anymore. And like, that's the question too, is like, if we don't continue, where are you going to stay? Like, where are you staying when you don't continue? You know? Yeah. So. All
1: right. Well, I'm going to keep reading. We're at verse 10. But Moses said to the Lord, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue.
0: Can we time out right there? Yeah. Let's time out right but there. Let's, let's time out. Moses says to the Lord oh, my Lord, oh my Lord, I'm basically not worthy of it, either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue. He's making what? What's he doing now? He is again doubting. Doubting, making excuses, saying, God, I know like you're all powerful and all, but I can't talk. So I can't do this. Like, bro, literally, it just makes me (laughs) laugh because I'm just sitting here like, like God has showed you his power. Yeah. And yet you continue to doubt. Continue to doubt. And so Amma and I had this conversation, like I kind of brought it to the table. I was reading through Acts and I thought it was interesting. So I'm just gonna put it in here. But in Acts chapter seven, Stephen is speaking to the to the Sanhedrin, and he goes into, and we see it in verse 20, he talks about Moses. And here's what it says. At that time, Moses was born, and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for in his father's house. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. And verse 22 this is the thing that qu- that contradicts what Moses just said here. Verse 22 Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Alma and I were just kind of confused. Moses just said he's slow tongue, can't speak well. But in, in verse 22 of Acts 7, it says that Moses was powerful in speech and action. And this is before it, the Egyptians are set free. Like this has yeah. been said before they're set yeah. free. So he had power of speech. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knew the Egyptians. He'd grown up in it and he had power of speech. So uh, what I'm I were questioning was, was he literally just making an excuse or lying straight up to God <laughs> like- that I can't speak? But yet, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? No,
1: literally. And it's funny though, because we sit here and we laugh and we're like Moses, like, what are you saying, man? Like, why, why do you think that? But how often do we do that? Like, (laughs) how often are we like, man, God placed us right here, right now, and He has shown me every reason why I am capable by His power to do this, and we still sit back and we're like, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. How many times do we do that? Right. Like, we can sit here and we can laugh at the fact that Moses said that to god straight to his face but how often have we been in conversation with god and said no this isn't for me so and it's funny because then in verse 11 the lord says to him who has made man's mouth so moses is like i'm slow of speech and god is like okay and i made your mouth so guess what (laughs) i i can give you the power to speak well and you know what maybe he already did speak well and madison maybe madison brought a good point to the table here where it's like moses is just making excuses Mm -hmm. and like I'm just going to keep reading. He says, who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now, therefore, go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. So Moses doubts. God is like, okay, I made your mouth. And he's saying, go. He is sending him. He is putting a call on his life to do something in specific for the purpose of his kingdom. And he says, I will be with your mouth where you feel insecure, where you are doubting, I will be with you there. You just need to trust me. And he says he will teach him. So yes, we don't have it all figured out. We don't have everything to a T in perfection, but God is willing to counsel us and teach us. And then in verse 13, Moses again for the third time says, oh my Lord, please send somebody else. Like, whoa. Like,
0: he just continues. Like, it's, I, like, I, of course, I'm not God. Never will be. Never have been. But like, no.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: But, like, I feel like at that point, like, it, you know, obviously I'm not. But I'm in that place. I'd be like, all right, peace. I'll find someone else, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 like, no, God continues. He's like, no. He continues to show, yeah. like, hey, I have something for you. I am going to be there. I'm going to provide what you need. I'm going to meet you where you're at. He continues to show that. He doesn't leave, like he, even when we are inconsistent with God, God's going to be consistent with us amen and and so that's that's the question to ask now is like, where are you continuing to make the excuse mm-hmm. for the thing you know you're called to do, for the thing you know yep. you need to do? like you know you need to go talk to someone, yet you continue to make the excuse and it could be a simple excuse of, oh, I just I'm tired today, I can't make it sorry. Or, or, or the the other things of like I financially can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like you, if God has called you to do so, He's going to equip you with what you need. He's going to be there for in in every moment. He's going to provide like all of literally. God, man, God is so powerful, and it and I say this, and I'm talking to myself because there's so many times where I lack trust and lack like what the Lord can provide in my life. But but man, God continues to stay consistent. He continues to show, and I think what He's trying to tell you today. Is where is you gotta stop making the excuses, you gotta stop saying no and start just taking the steps and say yes, stop making the excuse. Like God is trying to tell you today, you take this step, I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. You take this step, you grow today, you take this step, and there's something on the other side you never even realized was gonna come.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like God is saying go, He's placing that call on your life. So we have a decision to make. Mm -hmm. We can either take that step. We can take God's hand because it is out there waiting for us to hold on to it. We can either take that step with him and fall into a purpose that is going to fulfill us beyond our belief and understanding. Or we can step away and think that we know better Mm -hmm. when we don't. Because realistically, like when we say no to God, that's our own pride saying that we know better. But we don't. And I'm going to read verse 14 now, where it says, then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. I'm scared. Be, be scared, honestly. Like that, <laughs> that's, where, like, that's where it's like, we should fear God. Like We should be so in awe of who he is that like, a life without him should be terrifying. Right. And I think it's interesting. I'm going to finish off the rest of this passage, but just keep in mind that verse that says, then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And then it goes to say, And he said, Is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he is coming out to meet you. And when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you both what to do. He shall speak for you to the people, and shall be your mouth, and you shall be as God to him. And take in your hand the staff with which you shall do the signs. So." <laughs> It's funny because Moses doubted, God showed him he had the power. Moses doubted again and he doubted his own capabilities and God tries to counsel and teach him. The third time that Moses doubts, God literally becomes angry with him. It's righteous anger. God is slow to anger, but yeah. when he's angry, it's righteous. Right. Cause he's like, man, I just showed you all these things and you're still like, no, I can't do it. But regardless of that, regardless of Moses saying, go find somebody else, instead, God is like, okay, I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to meet you where you're at in your insecurities, in your doubt, and I'm going to provide you with something that's going to comfort you because this is your purpose and this is your calling. So regardless of what we're saying, God is going to meet us in that place and equip us because he has called us eloquent. If God has placed an anointing on your life and you feel it nagging at you, but you think that there's something better. If you think, oh, I'm gonna make more money doing this and I can do this because I'm good at it, but God is nagging at you like, hey, look this way. I have something better. Turn and look at what he is calling you to because he is gonna equip you. Mm -hmm. He is gonna meet you where you are at and he is gonna find you in that place. And when you take those steps, even if they're baby steps, even if it takes time, God is gonna continue to be patient with you because that is his character.
0: Right. God's character I think that should be another podcast that we end up doing maybe we'll do like a
2: maybe like a, part like a two.
0: stem off this one or a part two yeah type of deal um but that's good and and I think somebody needs to be reminded today is that God does have a calling mm-hmm. for your life yeah like it's not if you get to a certain point no like God has a calling for your life stop listening to the lies of the devil stop listening mm-hmm. that you have no purpose that you have no reason here that god doesn't want you know like god loves you god wants you like he's jealous for you like like he, he is chasing after you like he is wanting to use you mm-hmm. But some of us are using the excuse. Some of us are doubting. Some of us are using anxiety as an excuse. And I'll tell you right now, the opposite of anxiety, like we heard this in the message a few weeks ago, the opposite of anxiety, the opposite of worry is trust. Yep. So if you lack trust, you're going to stay in that same spot that you're going to be, that you're going, that you are right now. Yeah. But to, to gain, to learn to trust, you have to do so inside your heart. But to take action on the trust, you have to take those steps.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Just constant praise and worship to God is going to combat that. Right. Like where you're anxious, God is glorious. Right. So just lift that up to him. Because in the Bible, it says that every work that we do can be as form of worship to him. Right. So when we think that, oh, this is what I'm actually going to do. I, I don't have a calling from God. Remind yourself that Every single one of us are a part of a greater purpose, a part of a greater body. When we accept Christ into our life, and when He just anoints us with the Spirit, we are called into the working body. Each of us have a unique calling. Each of us are eloquent because He's equipped us to be. Like, like you read that passage in Acts, and it says that from the beginning, from the birth of Moses, God looked at him and said that he was beautiful. Yep. And from that moment, he was chosen. Yep. So how long has God been looking at you saying that you were chosen, but you're not willing to look up back at him mm-hmm. and think that you are? Right. Because in our doubt, we're going to be clouded with worry, anxiety, fear, because that's what the devil wants for us right. because he doesn't want us to step into our calling. Right. Like we need to pray against that. When you feel worry and when you feel doubt, say, devil, you have no hold on me because God has called me. Yeah. God has told me that I am chosen.
2: Yeah.
1: And again, like, we briefly touched on the character of God and I really do think that we could go so much deeper into this. But God's character, he meets us where we're at and because of the promises that he has made before and the way that he has fulfilled him,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we can trust him. Yeah. He doesn't need to do another work in our life for the rest of our life because yep. he has already done the ultimate one. Right. He sent his son for us yep. so that we could have a relationship with
2: him. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. So today I want to ask you all, Where are you doubting? Where are you allowing insecurity to come in between you and your calling? Because I promise you, I promise you that if you turn your eyes to God, if you say, Lord, I surrender my life to you, send me where you are calling me. He is saying, Go. Mm -hmm. He is saying that I'm going to equip you. He is saying that He will be with you and teach you. Just allow Him to do that in your life.
0: That's good. That's really good. Well, this was lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I love getting to sit down and just obviously talk with you, but see what the Lord's been working in your heart. Um, mm-hmm. So big shout out to my sister. She's lit. She's awesome. Love her. Thanks. Um, but appreciate you being on this episode. I yeah. think we will definitely stem off this episode. We'll do another one together uh, about the character of God, because I think that's important. And I think some, a lot of people don't realize what god's character actually is yeah there's a big blur of who he actually is so i think that we're definitely gonna do that oh yeah so well i appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode ama you got any last words
1: i love y'all you were loved you were chosen and you were called
0: amen amen see you guys next week jesus loves y'all